we're going to say they might need Tyreek Hill. Every other team basically got better, and the Chiefs got worse. Telling you right now, the Chiefs are in trouble. Their division is impossible, and it just so happens that I think this might go down for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're an excellent team, but I just don't see them in the postseason. If I said that, I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. You can't say Russ Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. Right side try intercepted on the left side. Picked off at the goal line at the 25-yard line. Picked off by Watson. Watson can go all the way. The seventh-round pick, 20, 15, 10, 5, Jalen Watson. Mahomes hands it off to McKinnon, trying to dart left. 25-20, downfield block, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City! Mahomes pump making. Now fires it late for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes. And for the third time in four years, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the trophy named after this franchise's founder, is back in Kansas City where it belongs. Chiefs Kingdom, are you ready? It's Bob Fesco. Josh Klingler, yours truly. It's a Super Bowl edition of Red Friday on Fesco in the morning. Let's kick this thing off. Why is all the hair on my body standing at attention after that? Because you you're ready to hit somebody. I'm ready to roll. You're ready to run baby. on special teams and go down and wreck somebody. I'm Let's ready to this. tear a face off of somebody on the Philadelphia Eagles and send them back to their greased light poles to slide down into history as a loser. Let's go! I've been pretty chill all week. Today, late last night, today, I'm hype. You're what? I'm hype. Oh. Fly Eagles this. Yeah, exactly. Let's roll. I was telling Josh, though, I wish we did have a cool fight song like that from the 1940s that we can roll <laughs> I know. It, it, it works, you know? It does. It does. Stupid. Uh, and it works. My, my, my nephew goes to school in Philadelphia. He's in fourth grade, and they had a, their end of fourth grade concert last night, which I'm like, it's February. What are you having an end of fourth grade concert for? And they finished off the concert with Fly Eagles Fly, and the, all the parents are singing and chanting and doing all this. And I just said to my sister, I said, she goes, I guess, I guess it's the same way in Kansas City this week. Everybody's excited. I said, nobody cares about the Eagles. I said, you're, you're, you're telling good, good us. Comeback. Good comeback. Nobody cares about the Eagles here in Kansas City. It's all about beating the Philadelphia Eagles and taking care of business and bringing that Super Bowl trophy home. You ready to get out there, Actually, Josh? that's a smart thing, though, that that music teacher because music teacher's like, I'm out. Yeah, we just had yeah. concert in February. Concert in February. See you later. You guys go till May. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> what are you doing for the rest of this? I don't know. Nothing. We just had our spring concert. Gonna, it's February 10th. We're good to go. Going to roll in the cart. We're going to watch movies for the rest of the semester. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's when you knew the so teacher was hung over when you watched yep. the movies. And that's why a lot of schools, I, I know in the, in the East Coast, are going with a, a two-hour delayed start on, on Monday, regardless of what. 
what happens. And it's not necessarily for the kids. It's for the teachers who are going to be hung over, you know, from watching the game and, and you know, drinking their, their sorrows away when Philadelphia ends up losing uh, that Super Bowl. I, I, I just, Josh, again, I'm biased. I know I, I've gone through the entire week. I was talking to my neighbor about this last night when I was bringing out the trash. I just don't I just don't see this team losing a football game. I just don't see. You, but you never do. I, I mean, know. That's the but, thing. But, like, but this is like this, this is what the this schedule is, comes out. You don't see a team losing. And they barely do. Right. <laughs> and every, every time you go, oh, I don't see them losing to who do you, then I got to be the bad guy that goes, well, yeah, they could lose to this. I mean, team, you didn't this see team them losing team. to Indianapolis. No, last, no, nobody saw season. that one. You didn't see that, that one, one coming. But, right. But. But, yes, but, but there's a, a, every reason how they, they, they can lose. Do I think they will? No, no, I think they're going to play great, but, 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 but certainly this is, yeah, this, I wish it was, I wish it was a lopsided one where there's a team that came out of nowhere and you're like, this team doesn't belong there at all. Let's go wipe the floor with them. I, right. I just, I think, I don't foresee that. But Andy doesn't wipe the floor with anybody. He's never gone out there and just wiped the floor with somebody, you know, like well, maybe, they, maybe go, this go, is the go one. And finally would finally, you kick know, in a little yeah, bit, especially yeah. against this team. I mean, th- there are so many things like like the stat nerds don't want you to know about because it doesn't you know fit their narrative and whatnot. But when you start to look at all the other things that kind of go into this, Josh, and, and by the way, our guys on NFL Network, you mentioned it yesterday, Schrager at, on Radio Row, they brought Kyle down. They have one microphone. They're sharing it. Um, so um, what, what I'm, I'm looking at is is a team that has well, so you, you much. you pack up all your stuff, and sometimes you're just missing so, something. Sometimes you're missing something, yeah. They can't. <laughs> find a spare microphone <laughs> from anybody else that's awesome that's great that's Even like Cody six Gold ten, have right? their own headsets <laughs> i mean that is that is peak us right there brother like that is they're handing us. the microphone back and forth <laughs> <laughs> peak us that okay, is peak that's six ten right there um so I, I, I only brought th- one microphone. Did you bring a microphone? You, you didn't no, bring your microphone. Oh, crap. oh boy, we're screwed. Oh, well, we'll, we'll just share. We'll, we'll hand it back and forth. We're yeah. professionals. We'll get it done. Yeah. Um, but but also, Josh, like there's so much of that. Just that 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 stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you don't have a stat for. You know, the keeping of receipts, the Andy versus his old team, the motivation of Patrick Mahomes, the motivation of Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones, like. All of that stuff doesn't have a have a stat, but it's all stuff we know about here in Kansas City. And if you're a Chiefs fan, you understand like all of that just other stuff matters so much to this team. And they use that stuff to go out there and win games when people are always trying to doubt him by saying this offensive line is better than that offensive line. And this defensive line is better than that defensive line. And meanwhile, Patrick has got that little notepad. Like that's not plays on his wrist. That's all the people who have said negative things about him. And he looks down and goes, all right, Bart Scott on one. Let's go. All right, Bart Scott on two. That's Let's how you go. should name your plays, actually. And maybe maybe after the game, Josh, they'll have a key play, a cute play that ends up winning them the game. And we're going to go, what's that called? And they'll say, that was the Bart Scott play. Yeah. That was for Bart. running up their A. Yeah, 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 right. Exactly. Like stuff like that. <laughs> like, like you can't, you can't, like there's nothing tangible about that kind of stuff. But this team with Patrick Mahomes for the last five years has used all those non-tangible things to motivate them. Go back to the game in Chicago. He's counting on his fingers of how many you know players were picked ahead of him as, as great players in the NFL. And again, you know, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP officially last night, cash in on the FanDuel app, ka-ching with that early preseason bet, baby. And, and you're going to see the numbers and the stats are going to be up there because I've already seen it twice this morning and it's only been about an hour that I've been watching the television Patrick Mahomes will only be the sixth quarterback 
to win the MVP and Super Bowl in the same year. So people will start using that. Well, it's just hardly ever been done before. It hasn't been done since 1999 where the MVP was a quarterback and won the Super Bowl. Going back to Kurt Warner, it hasn't been done in the last 24 years. And so they'll start to use that kind of stuff. And that's just more motivation for Patrick Mahomes and this team. And that's why, for me, you can throw out how great the Eagles may be in this category and how great they may be in that category. But what they don't have is that pettiness, keeping receipts factor that somehow, some way motivates this football team. And when you factor all of that in, and again, head coach plus quarterback, I love the Chiefs going into this game. I really do. And I could be totally wrong, but I'm going to be shocked if they don't win this game on Sunday night. Hey, great catch. More, more, more. More, more, more. Hey, more, more, more. Let's go, let's go, let's go. More, 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 Rhett. Let's go. That's what they need to do yeah. on, on Sunday. Right. They need That's to keep, it. They need to keep after everybody to, to, to keep pushing forward. Right. I can't, I can't believe you just said you'd be shocked if the Chiefs lost. <laughs> no, you, you're stunned by that? <laughs> I mean, it's only been 13 oh, years. Bob. I mean. <laughs> I will be. I will. I, I I know you will, I will be because be. you can never foresee anything. Nope. Not going to lose. No <laughs> reason to. The schedule came out. There. This is not any different than anything. Else. And I said they were going to the Super Bowl, and here they are. <laughs> well, I mean, 17-0, 35-0 every game. I, don't, I can't believe hey, one, you don't one, foresee a scenario one, in which One time it's going to happen. Them. It may happen this weekend. I don't no. see the Eagles scoring on this defense. Do you? Yes. I think oh. the Eagles will, will indeed score on this oh. defense. But oh. – Safeties don't count. Yeah, uh, the the pettiness factor is great. I did hear uh, ESPN ran a it was like a, a montage of the week or whatever, and there was yeah. some there was some eagle player going. Well, we're always the underdog. We know that we're from Philadelphia. No one ever believes. That. I'm right. like, no, 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 no one ever no, believes no, in no, us. No. Too. You're a one seed. I, I don't know who. I don't. I don't know who it was, but I was like, oh man, everybody's trying to manufacture their own like disrespect. I think you use disrespect. Actually, we're used to be disrespected. We're from Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I guess I guess everybody uses their uh, their own motivation, but just like. That is the disrespect I, I, card, though, because they don't get respect because they got New York 90 I'm minutes north. I'm also hoping that the Chiefs' experience of being there and doing that does does pay off. My my biggest hope, and you can roll your eyes at, like, Chiefs put in their game plan last week so that when they land at the Super Bowl, they're not – there's so much going on this week that it's easy to get distracted. Mm-hmm. And I love their plan. I don't know what the Eagles' plan was, but I love the Chiefs' plan to be able – to. We're going to do the meat of this thing back home. And when we get there, we're going to fine tune. And then mm-hmm. we're going to do all this other distracting crap that doesn't that doesn't do anything but having a chance to derail you. And we're going to have that all in. I'm hoping that the Philadelphia staff got here a little bit wide-eyed. Because Andy Reid's clearly been in the, we've been there, been here, we've done this, this is how we prepare. And I, and I like that approach that you got two weeks. You use the two weeks. And you don't wait to do a whole bunch of stuff this week. Right. Your 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 meet was done last week, and then you get there and you do the media appearances, and you 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 uh, get distracted by family at the, at the hotel, and you do all that stuff this week. But because the hay's in the barn, I, I love that. I love that about the the Chiefs. Again, I hope the Eagles, being that there it was their first trip for most of these guys, um, have have done it a little bit differently and are going. Bleh. 
uh, right now. I hope that's the case. It's first trip for a lot of Chiefs, too, as, as the turnover well, rate in the NFL but, is huge. But I understand. The coaching but staff, the coaching yeah. staff and the plan is yeah. not the players. No. They, they follow the, the the sheet, that's that, the literal script that's that's given to them about how the week goes. Right. So I do like that perspective, and I think the Chiefs are going to be very, very prepared for this do you, game. Do you think Andy waits to get the NFL script before he puts his script into play so he doesn't look at the NFL script and go, son of a gun, I put in all this work, and now I need to change my script because the NFL no, script I think came he's, in? I think he's got a... Oh, he's got a piece of it now. He does. Okay. Yeah. So they don't work in concert together to kind of plan their stuff. No, you know, no. Okay. Uh, but I think also, too, you know, it's a good thing they did all that stuff last week and, and, you know, have that kind of hay in the barn because I was listening to Andy talk yesterday. He sounds like he's got a little bit of the crud, too. Like everybody seemingly sounds like they're a little uh, over there right now. And, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, making its way through. It's wintertime. It happens like that. So I'm kind of glad they got ahead of it. You but mean he cleared also, his throat? He didn't know. He, was, he just, okay. you know, I was just listening to him on, on one of his press conferences yesterday. I'm like, oh, he clearly sounds like he's a little verklempt up there. You know, he's got a little crud going on. And that's, you know, clearly well, it's you haven't had, its way through everything. You haven't right? had the air conditioner on in the room in a while. So that is true. That, that'll, yeah. that'll get you. That'll get you every yeah. time. And no matter how high you crank that AC in a hotel room, it's still hot, right? Does everybody wake up sweating in a hotel room no matter what the temperature is? And you know you crank that air conditioning down into the 60s when it's the summertime because you're not paying for it. And so you put that temperature as low as you can go and it's still hot in those hotels. But if it rooms. kicks on, then you got the crud. Yeah, then you get the crud. So, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you get the crud. But I digress with that. But also Andy too is doing Josh, I think, and BW as well on this one, what we've been trying to tell our kids for their entire existence. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. And you're looking at Andy Reid as a Super Bowl head coach who didn't throw his socks in the middle of the floor and walk over them for three days. He took his socks up to his laundry basket, put them in there exactly where they were and didn't have to worry about it. Didn't fight about cleaning his room and saying, I'll do it later. He got right to work and did exactly what he was supposed to do and get that game plan done because the last thing you want to do is put something off in life that you could take care of right now, and especially going into the Super Bowl week because they probably worked their ass off last week here in Kansas City to get ready. So when they got there, they just had to fine-tune some things once the script from the NFL arrived, make sure it kind of matched up a little bit, and then, boom, kind of went about their or day. Or if they didn't like it, they took it out and peed on it. Yeah, took it out and peed on it like, you know, like uh, like you know, our guy who managed the uh, Indians in Major League. Correct, yeah. correct. The hell was his name again? Lou Brown. Lou Brown. Yeah. That's what I couldn't yeah. think of his name. A little like Andy. Better you know, mustache, Lou Brown or Andy Reid. That's Reed. right. There's, a, there's some similarities there. If the MVP wasn't enough, I guess he's going to need an extra Lombardi now, too. Next. Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtus, drops by the show every Friday at 7.30, right here on 610 Sports Radio. To the ring. Mahomes now steps up in the pocket, throws late, wide open, back in the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. Is there a flag in the play there? Uh, probably. That's what that sound effect the is, right? Yeah, That's the, the sound flag. effect yeah. for the flag. Was Cheffers in that game? Do we know? I believe so. Yeah, he's refing this game. Yeah, to wipe that one off, though. If you want to get your Casey Makes Refs Cry t-shirt, your Brett Veachtown t-shirt like I'm wearing today, your your Jabroni t-shirt, your Burrowhead My Ass t-shirt, you can text the Jay's Southland Tow Service text line at 913-586-7610. B-Dub will give you that link. It costs you 20 bucks. You get your t-shirt, and it will be here in no time, baby. Plenty of time to wear at the parade on Wednesday. So... We'd mentioned a lot of the uh, 
a lot of the states were doing the, like the two hour delay on yep. Monday or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what's happening here, right? Uh, Wednesday schools are canceled. Right. They're yeah. all they're all everybody's got to go Monday because right. they're under the impression that Wednesday's out. Wednesday's out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wednesday is out. Yeah, all the schools have been canceled. Everybody on will bag Wednesday. Uh, after the win. Yeah, I was down at the uh, Westin yesterday visiting with Tammy from the Westin and Chad from the Westin as well, talking about some of the you know plans that they have going on. And it's amazing to hear some of the behind the scenes stuff that like we don't even think about that's going to have to take place in, in rapid time to get that parade route ready, just with like fencing and security and all of this kind of stuff that's going to happen. And it's supposed to be a pretty nice day on win. Wednesday. It's supposed to be a pretty nice day with the on Wednesday. things that will happen. Yes. I don't know why right. you talk about this stuff ahead of time. It drives me insane. Got to let the people know gotta let the people know no you can find out after actually <laughs> you can actually find out after the win you'll get all the info every every all the information the will people flood know in. wednesday all the, parade all the information will flood in with a win and the and the weather on wednesday is supposed to be spectacular it's supposed to be in the 60s so i think it's going to be a record turnout for this thing regardless of the outcome wednesday's weather will be great that's right yeah yeah well it won't be great if you know I'm no not- no you'll have the solace of nice weather <laughs> yeah it's true go outside just go uh. I'm not naysaying. I'm just saying, uh, wait for it. I'm just waiting for it. It's our year, baby. I don't want to see any of this stuff until after it happens. That's all. And then it can all happen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's you're it. lucky you're not on like any kind of like committee that has to plan ahead for anything. <laughs> yeah, like, like, we're that not that doing anything. I don't need that information. Sure, we're gonna have like six minutes to get all this planned if it. they win. We'll figure it out. It. No, <laughs> I, I've just discovered I'm more superstitious than I ever thought I was. You you are. You're yeah. And you're nuts. Because we did this at the uh, at the, at the uh, AFC Championship game, Dan Israel, executive producer of Chiefs Radio Network, these stories of Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gathers the crew together, and we're going through the scenarios. All right, if the Chiefs win, we after the game, we're you do this, you do this. I'm like, I'm like, and I'm standing there with like five fingers in my ears. He's like, you have to pay attention to this, right? I go, I know, but I don't want the scenarios until they happen. Yeah, but part of the problem with you. I don't want you... the uh, win or loss scenarios uh, and what our responsibilities are. I want to, I, I should know this, but can you just send them to me right when I need them? Yeah. Part of the problem is you can't remember what he was telling you three hours that's prior pro- that, to, that's, you know? that's a bunch of it too. So <laughs> what did he say I was supposed yeah. to do here? <laughs> So uh, even then, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. They're like, I know, but we have to go over it. Like, I don't want to hear it. I'd be the same way. Uh, just tell me later because I'm not going to remember. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. caught up in the game yeah. and lose my mind. And yeah. so then you just tell me at the end where I need to yeah. go. Where do I? Need, but Dan's a planner. I mean, Dan's yes, got next got year planned yeah, out. He's, he's ready to go. He's got everything figured yeah. out. But I even then, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So yeah, I don't want to know. You you've dealt with logistics of the ifs. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't hey, want to know. Man, people want to know about it. Right? I don't know about Get it. Get down there early. That's all I'll say. But in in all honesty, they're expecting the same amount of people for the parade and for the draft, dude. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like half a million people at each. Yeah, I mean, it's a rough estimate. That makes sense because, I mean, they're cut. They're different. Like they'll have a bunch of out of towners as a part of the, the the draft portion of it. Yeah. You know what I mean, you'll just have the entire. Everybody that can get there, try to get there. <laughs> yeah, they, they think it's about Next a week. 50-50 split for out-of-towners versus locals for what's going to be here for the draft. Mm-hmm. So, like, 250,000 locals will be there, and then 250,000 people will be coming in for the draft. So it's going to be – I mean, the, the the parade on Wednesday, kind of a dress rehearsal for what it's going to be like for the uh, for the draft when it uh, when it comes to Kansas City. And I think everybody's going to want to be part of that because, it, look, it's free and it's open to the public, and it's something cool to be a part of. This from the uh, Jay's Southland Toe Service text line at 913-586-7610. Hey, guys, I need some help on etiquette here. 
I uh, came and picked up my Chris Jones autographed jersey yesterday. Nice. Way to go. Way to go, Zach. Uh, Fits like a glove. I was asked from everyone I told, will you wear it on Sunday? Being that it has a signature, what say you guys? I've never had a real jersey, let alone one that was signed. Appreciate all you guys that do to entertain us. That from Zach. Wow. I think, yeah, I think you wear it. Do you wear it? Yeah, I think you do. All right. I think go ahead and wear it. Do you wear it? Yeah. All right. You might not wear it all the time. I'd wear it. I'd wear it wear Sunday. It yeah, but don't spill buffalo chicken dip on it, or you know, sauce from the smokehouse wings that you're going to be getting and stuff like that. No, you I, know? I disagree. You think it's better with a stain? I disagree. Maybe you're you're you've stained it in celebration. Okay. Things are going great. They score a big touchdown. You flip the bowl, and suddenly you got some buffalo. That's a great story. Now, what if it smells like champagne at the end too? That Fine. could be good. The only thing you just don't, don't want to do is don't... the signature on the back or the front. Maybe maybe you put a little protective tape over the signature. That's portion. what I'm saying. Yeah. The signature you got to protect the signature. Protect the signature, but you get other stains and stuff on it. You have a story behind it, right? This is the Super Bowl winning jersey. Yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl winning and then, jersey, and, and then, then you frame it later. Then you frame it, and you don't wear it again. Yeah, it smells like Chiefs win. Yeah, it smells yeah. like Chiefs win, which we you talked about it. yesterday was weed and stale beer and charcoal and happiness. You frame Fireball. it, and cut a little <laughs> fireball, <laughs> cut a little hole in the in the plexiglass on the front of it, so you could smell that champagne. Oh, still, yeah. Yeah. it comes out, you'd have a great story. So you know I think how, you do wear it. You yeah. know how champagne smells in clothing. We've been yeah. through that before. Whoa, it takes a lot to get out. My dry cleaning bill in October of fourteen and fifteen was through the roof with that stuff so yeah i guess go ahead and wear it i i guess but i mean this i don't once, know i think you do yeah. yeah all right yeah all right he says you know uh very superstitious somebody is saying i want to wear my signed eric berry jersey all the time the eric berry one i think you can wear because he's no longer here and he's not going to the hall of fame chris jones is probably going to the hall of fame i don't know i i i, I could how I, long you can convince me how, either way how right? long do you want to keep an autograph thing you know what I mean? Well, too. see, you you and I are a lot different, and I, I kick myself for this going into my 46th year around the sun now. Uh, I'm like, I don't have anything from all these folks that I've worked with and met over the years. I got nothing from memorabilia-wise, and I and I well, I kind of like, kick ask, myself for that. We don't ask for you, it. Yeah. You can't really ask for it in our position, so um, I don't. Yeah. I don't, you know, if I get, if I come across something, that's great, but yeah, I don't I don't seek it out, or you can't ask for it, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, just give me, give me some a hat and some shoes. The best so thing I have is an autographed Lou Brock golf ball with the station logo on it that I worked at when I was in St. Louis. And you get some t-shirts and shoes for Josh and he's good. I mean, I, I wish I had more stuff. So I'm kind of like, you got a Chris Jones autographed jersey that you want? I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. Do what you want. Don't make me determine it for you. I would not wear a signed jersey. If it gets stained, the price will go down for it. If it smells bad, it'll go down because you can't wash it. Well, why are you selling it? Right. Aren't you keeping this? Is yeah, it like keeping that keepsake? in the man cave, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that's a keepsake I, I want forever. It. On 610 Sports Radio, it was autographed by Chris Jones, and I spelled some nacho dip on it, yeah. and the Chiefs won, and then I sprayed champagne on it. and smelled. Yeah, That's your story. You're That's not your getting story. rid of that You're thing. not selling that. You're not winning it to it? sell it. Why would you turn around and sell that jersey? You're yeah. framing that, putting no, it downstairs yeah. right next that. to the Mahomes and the Buck O'Neills. You're keeping that Chris Jones poster. jersey forever. Yeah, yeah, you're keeping that, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I'm, I'm all in on keeping that thing. Yeah. But if you have a little Super Bowl-only nacho dip on it i think that's a that's a good thing yeah right? i guess what i'm really upset about is i never got anything autographed by len dawson and i worked with len dawson like side by side and could i should have had something signed by len and that that's kind of what i'm thinking about like oh yeah yeah just something something for you yeah, yeah. you're like 
can I just t- this one thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Because he would have said yes. Oh, of course. And, and retired players different than the current player. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I'm talking about Len. Yeah. And I don't know that I even have anything that George has ever signed. Like, and those are the two greatest athletes of of Kansas City sports history, right? I mean, obviously Patrick Mahomes is in that conversation now, but you know th- those two guys were the gold standard. And Buck O'Neill, I I had something signed by Buck O'Neill years and years ago, and. I don't know where it is. And and I remember what he wrote. And this was before Billy. He, he wrote from one legend to another. Buck wow. O'Neal. Oh, that would have been a great Somewhere in the house. I've got to yeah. find that. I guess the kids are off today. They can find that. Yeah, I got a nice big frame Buck O'Neill picture that he autographed right in the middle. And it's... Stay. That's one of the biggest pieces in the man cave is yeah. the Buck O'Neill autograph picture. I got to start looking for some of that stuff. But my wife, you know, she hides everything of mine, so I don't know where anything is. Mahomes joins yet another exclusive list. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Come to the ring. Bengals four-man rush. Mahomes. Trying to buy some time on that bad ankle. Moving to his right. He is now scrambling, and he's going to get a first down. And now gets hit late. He gets hit late. He gets hit late. Mahomes gets hit late. It'll be a 15-yard penalty on top of the gain. Great analysis work from uh, our guy, Danon Hughes, right there. You can hear him in the background with the high five. Nobody nobody adds like Danon does. That big play there. Big play there. <laughs> I was telling you guys, I was driving in this morning and I was listening to our friend Ben Maller. He's live on the row this morning. He was the only one there at Radio Row last night. Shocking. Nobody else was there at four in the morning. Um, but uh, he was talking about this NBA trade and there's a player that I'd never heard of before. And I asked Josh, he goes, I have no idea who that is. So I, I thought his name was like Buzz Killington. And and I'm like, I've never heard of that guy before. And I, I looked it up. And B-Dub, I'm going to ask you and I want to know, honestly, to God's truth. Have gotcha. you ever heard of a gentleman named Bones Highland? Never. Okay. <laughs> Never heard of him. Well, he got traded. <laughs> he got traded yeah. yesterday. Where'd he go to? Yeah. He went to the LA Clippers. They, oh, of course. From, that's why Ben's talking right, about that's it. That's why Ben was talking <laughs> about it. But he, he comes from the Denver Nuggets and, and played at Virginia Commonwealth. And he has one mm. year. I'd never heard of that guy. He was a first round pick last year. Bones Highland. That's right. Uh, where? Virginia Commonwealth. Nah. He's good with the dominoes. So VCU? Yeah. VCU. Okay. Yeah. I mean, VCU has been solid. I just don't know if they're yeah. not no household names. Not even on that one team that beat Kansas, yeah, right? Yeah. Who was on that? I couldn't tell you. Well, you Shaka knew Shaka Smart. Smart. That was Shaka about Smart it. Was the coach. Yeah, that was it. about that it. Was it. But I mean, you got a name like Bones Highland, which is my wife's maiden name as well, spelled the same way H Y L A N D. I wonder if she's related. I don't know. But uh, Bones Highland, that sounds like that's like a UFC fighter type of name, right? Yeah. Like you're going to go into the ring or, you know, whatnot. But that's a cool name. I like that guy. I'm going to start rooting for the Clippers now. Bones Highland. Well, he's Bones the difference. Bones Highland. He's the difference, I guess. NBA trade deadline's just wacky. I'm looking at the list of it guys is, that were traded. It's it the whole so league. wacky. It's the whole league, and half of them won't even play. Yeah, they'll go and get a buyout or right. whatever. <laughs> like Russell Westbrook's going to be a free agent, right? Yes. In like a day or something? Yes. Um, the NBA, again, I, I I don't want the NFL trade deadline to be as crazy as that. But, no, but I want baseball but to be that something way. Is cl- something close to that. Not where everybody switches teams and they're doing a bunch of salary dumps, but – 
just a, that there's actual movement is so is so fascinating. I, I want to see it in baseball like that. Baseball would be outstanding if we had a trade deadline like that in Major League Baseball, Josh, where everybody was flipping teams. How how exciting would that be? But baseball is run by nerds and they care about their you know stats and what people on Twitter say. So they don't make moves. The NBA just goes out there and just trades everybody mm-hmm. and loves it. Woj had a good day yesterday. Made up for last year. Did he, he have got, a good day he yesterday? He got beat down last year by Sham. Sham. Sham's look. Sham's is an up and coming star. Oh yeah, he business. is. Yeah. But Woj had to come back, you know, like the Rock and lay the smack down. And, and he did bring all the bombs. Yep, he did. You guys aren't NBA guys, so it's expected that you didn't know. He was I'm an, an NBA and, guy. He was That's why I asked you. Young six man for the Nuggets. Yeah, nobody cares. I love the NBA. Yeah, right. I watch the NBA. I don't, I don't know, know who six man for yeah. the Nuggets is. Yeah. No, I don't. Thanks, I, Coach. I'm Did cool he play in the crossroads? <laughs> I'm, good with, I'm good with that, too. I'm just really good at not knowing. Only on the first of the month. Yeah, I know. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to tell you a bunch of names you do know here in a second. Okay, okay cool. Because um, we're, we're, we're uh, optimistic that, that Patrick Mahomes adds another Lombardi. Trophy, another Super Bowl to his to his resume. That's right? exactly right. And he gets yeah. two Super Bowls, but you also have to think of the the overall context. When he plays on Sunday, he will join a super exclusive list of quarterbacks that have just played in three Super Bowls. Just played, just played. Let alone how many ever he wins. But this is a. I mean. Think about this. Just just appearances in the Super Bowl. This is the this is the list of quarterbacks who've done it three times. All right. Uh Tom Brady, of course. He has. John Elway. Okay. Terry Bradshaw. Joe Was Mon- Bradshaw a good quarterback or not? I mean, people want to run him down all the time. You good, won four Super Bowls. You you're a good quarterback, Bowl, but right? He's in the he's in the Aikman category to me. Like Yeah, and really he also had super the purple good, people eater defense. Really super good teams. But Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Roger Staubach, Peyton Manning, Jim Kelly, Troy Aikman, Bob Greasy, Ben Roethlisberger, Kurt Warner, Fran Tarkington. In he all whiskey. In all of NFL history. In all of NFL history that have appeared in three Super Bowls. So he's he's already in rarefied air. Right. That's the entire list of quarterbacks who've ever appeared in three or more Super Bowls. If I'm not That's mistaken, a short list. by looking at that list, only Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, and Troy Aikman haven't suffered a loss in the Super Bowl, too. Right? Because Montana's 4-0. Bradshaw's 4-0 with the Purple People Eater defense behind him. And then Troy Aikman is 3-0. And they had a great defense down in Dallas. I don't think they had a nickname for their defense, though, down in Dallas. Doomsday or something back in the 70s. But I don't think it was the, like, with, you know, Pittsburgh with the Purple People Eaters or Minnesota with the Steel Curtain. I, I don't think you're looking at a name for that defense. But that defense, led by Russell Maryland and company, they never got enough love for how good they were. Everybody talked about Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith, and rightfully so. I mean, Leon they were, they were outstanding. The ball, right? Yeah, Leon Lett, <laughs> he was on that team, and Poria State grad. You know, here you go, Leon. Um, but they never get enough credit on that defense. But I think only three quarterbacks on that list are undefeated in the Super Bowl. That Tom Brady, 10 Super Bowl appearances, though. My God, it's Stupid, double. It? It's double the next guy. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes is getting close. Now he gets the, 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 his third Super Bowl appearance. He's closing in on Tom Brady. Seven more to go. Look how, look how rare that group is, though. I know. It's crazy. And he's already got his third. And he's already got his third, yeah. Jalen Hurts may not get a second. Oof. So yeah, Josh Allen may not get one. Go and win it to get two, and we start doing that stuff too. But you're in the. It's a very short list. Yeah, very short of guys that have ever even reached this stage. Yeah. So I I feel that this is pretty cool. Um, I don't know that this 
this makes me uh, feel any better. <laughs> the fact that it had to be said is also uh, troubling. Mm -hmm. I was reading the headline. Rules analyst Dean Blandino assured Chiefs fans Carl Cheffers will officiate the Super Bowl fairly. Is that a crappiest headline? There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. Timeout. That there has to be a story written and there has to be clarification, but hey, it'll be okay. He'll actually ref this game fairly. Yeah. Like we have to have a clarification for that. That that kind of pissed me off when I read that story. I'm not gonna lie. I saw that. I'm like, wait a second here. We got rules analyst Dean Blandino out here addressing people because everybody knows that Carl Cheffers is ass at his job. There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. Timeout. <laughs> I mean, how ridiculous is that, Josh? It's bad. It's so bad that you've got to go out there and address this stuff. The NFL's got an issue. The NFL's got a major problem that going into this game for two weeks, one of the storylines has been, is the official going to officiate the game the correct way? Right. 11 penalties, 120 yards in the Bucks Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Bucks had four penalties for 39 yards in that game, remember? But the fact that we know it, we know about it, we know the name, and then we have to then uh, justify the fact that a referee should now be expected to do his job on the up and up. Right. <laughs> That's bad. It's bad. I mean, they have to reassure fans Correct. that it's going to be done the right It'll way. It'll be fine. It'll and be fine. And and I, and I'll say this too. It it's it's probably something that they have to re reassure the team about as well because we're not the only ones that are talking about this. We know that these scouting reports go out for referees. Everybody knows who's officiating the games, what their tendencies are. Like this is one other thing that you have to prepare for and one thing that could and and when when I say you know, I don't see how this team could lose. I do see how this team could lose. His name is Carl, and his last name is Cheffers. And if he gets flag happy and has a vendetta against Travis Kelsey from 2016 and Chiefs fans from this year, I can see that guy every ticky-tack foul. Because as you know, you can call holding on every single play if you wanted to. That's something I could see Carl Cheffers doing. Unless he was issued a mandate by the NFL to keep your flag and your whistle silent. Because nobody's here to see you, Carl. Mm, nobody. Well, I mean, they're well, maybe, maybe his mom. I don't know. Maybe some Cheffers family. Yeah. But no, for the most part, we're not there to see Carl. We're not there to see Carl. We don't want to see Carl. We have no interest in seeing Carl or any official in that game. Honor them before the game. Let him wave his hand and tip his cap. And that's it. I guess I just don't. Maybe I haven't paid attention. I mean, I know that people have paid attention to the referees. Don't get me wrong. But where there hasn't been a blatant, oh, guess who's refing this Super Bowl? Watch out. In 56 prior ones, I never remember that. I don't that remember that either. Or, a, or another fellow official, retired fellow official saying, no, I think he'll be okay. It'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> Isn't that? Well, why is <laughs> had to be addressed? Yeah, this is going to be in the up and up. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So now that you're because addressing, it to, makes me feel we better? We do have to ask the question, though. Will this be on the up and up? Right. Oh, that's, that's, that's the bad part of it. You have to ask the question in the first place. But that stinks. You're coming on the heels of Roger Goodell earlier in the week talking about the officiating, you know, never being better. When you look at officiating, 
I don't think it's ever been better in the league. Mm. And everybody mm. knows right now that the officiating well, was be. under question more so this year than it's ever been. Better and, be than Sunday. Right, right. It better be great on Sunday. We better not see a flag called in this game, right? I don't. Or, wa- you can call appropriate flags, just not against the Eagles. It's not an unnecessary ones is all. But the fact that Roger Goodell is talking about officiating and saying it's never been better, and then the biggest lightning rod for everybody in the NFL when it comes to officiating Carl Cheffers is refing the game. That's just it's mind boggling. Here's Dean Blandino of Fox sports addressing this. I think, you know, Carl, like I said, Carl Cheffers is a veteran. This is his third Super Bowl. And when these officials get to this point, what happens even in their last game, that's out of their mind. What they're doing is they're scouting the Chiefs, they're scouting the Eagles, they're looking for tendencies. They're going through, they're talking through with their crew, communication and things like that. So Carl Cheffers is not thinking about the, the Chris Jones play or the things. This is, and no one, I guarantee you, no one wants the game to go better than that crew of officials right now. I mean, they don't want any issues in this game. So I think, you know, look, I don't want to be the one, you said to Chiefs fans, you said it was going to be okay. It's going to be okay. All right. It's going to be okay. Thanks, Dean. So I, he, he, I don't know. How I feel better. I don't, anyway. I don't feel better, but the fact that he's sitting there saying the officials are scouting the teams as well, looking for tendencies doesn't make me happy because you know, they're going to over scrutinize the chiefs and look at 57 on the left side and look at Wiley on the right side. And some of these linemen say, see, this guy holds a lot. Make sure you're keeping a keen eye on the, on the tackles for the chiefs with this defense of the well, Eagles coming in make keeping, sure you call those flags, keeping track of that lane Johnson twitch or whatever that. Yeah. Uh, that, where he starts early too. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a hopefully, good one. Hopefully they, they have a control of that one. Yeah. Too. If we get, penalties and Lane Johnson doesn't get penalties called on him, yeah. then there's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Torches and pitchforks. Yeah. Get He's him moving out. Early. He's moving early. <laughs> ESPN's majority picks the Eagles. Including one local. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We're living here in Brett Feeds Town. Without him, Patrick is not around. Out at Arrowhead, they're winning games, throwing touchdowns, holding parades. And Travis is catching the ball, dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Ties making plays. We need more parades. And we're living here in Breadfeach Town. Living here in Breadfeach Town.
Coming up at up. 9 o'clock today, Lurleen, the trailer park queen, has her cover she's taking of a Brent crack Beach at Town. Like yeah, it. she's taking a crack at it. 9 o'clock, set your watches. You want to be here for that. We're less than uh, four hours away from Lurleen, the trailer park queen, covering Brett Beach Town. Mm, mm. Be the second legit act to cover That's Brett right. Beach Town. Yes, the, uh, our uh, show house band, the old number fives. Right. Did their version. Are they doing the anthem at the Super Bowl this year? I uh, don't believe so. Oh, don't believe okay. so. Right, and then uh, Lurleen. She doing the anthem at the Super Bowl? I don't believe she's no. mad about it either. No. Okay. Both of them should be at the draft. It's though, unfortunate. I, I, I would, I would assume Lurleen and the old number fives are performing at the draft, right? Think. They're looking for entertainment. I think that would be good. Yeah, I think so as well. So um, let's this go. Is, uh, if you want your uh, Brett Feechtown t-shirt uh, and all of our collection of t-shirts, you can check out the uh, the link. On our our social media pages at Josh Klingler, at Bob Fesco, at BWKC, or you can text in the J Southland Tow Service text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten, and B Dub will uh, shoot you the link. This was the uh, the first time that the uh, the MVP award did tiered voting, like points. Yeah, first place, second place, third place, fourth place. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had uh, 48 of the 50 first place votes. And who did not vote for Patrick Mahomes? Probably somebody in Philadelphia and somebody in Las Vegas, I'm sure, right? Or Buffalo. Or Buffalo, know. yes. Josh Allen got a first place How vote. How did he get a first place vote? Should have been a distant, distant. Um, you could vote all you want for second. Yeah. Kind of kind of deal. But uh, Mahomes got 48 of the 50 uh, first place votes. Did Jalen Hurts get the, the other, other one? The other two went to... to uh, Second place votes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He had 48 first, two seconds. That was it. That was no it. One, no yeah. one voted him lower than second. Hertz got the other first place vote and, and Josh Allen. Okay. So. Hertz and Josh Allen. Yeah. Everybody thought it was going to come down to Jalen Hertz and Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes ran away and hid with the MVP. I'm glad I bet on that in August and or then September, he, whenever he joins, the FanDuel app came live. He joins uh, Kurt Warner and uh, Jim Brown as the, uh, the only one to get two MVPs in the short start to their career. Wow, so, that's incredible, man. Pretty good, another pretty good list he's joined. I mean, right? he just continues to have superlative after superlative after superlative. There may be nothing he doesn't accomplish by the time his career is over. And then what is it? If, he, if they win Sunday, he'd be the sixth. Is that right? The sixth, sixth quarterback sixth to MVP. win the MVP in Super Bowl in, in the, Super same Bowl the same year. Yeah, so only six times that's happened over the course yeah. of a of a Super Bowl career. That's, that's weird, man. Uh, so ESPN wrote a big article. Their Super Bowl predictions. Experts pick the... Uh, the Chiefs Eagles score in the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. So Basically, they got, what they did is interviewed everybody who works for them. They got everybody, everybody that works for them, that uh, writes for them or covers teams mm-hmm. around the NFL for them, all their beat writers and what have you. Um, 45 pick the Eagles, uh, 26th, or 26, I should say, predicted a Chiefs win. Right. And the uh, Chiefs beat reporter picked the Eagles. Yes, yes. So. The, the guy who covers the Chiefs for ESPN, yeah. Adam Teicher, picked the uh, Philadelphia Eagles to win 27-20. Can you just no – would, no one would fault you if you picked the Chiefs and they lost. They got it. <laughs> you know who else picked the Eagles to win? You ready for this one? Who? Tim McManus, Eagles reporter, picked the Eagles to win. Uh, see, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Tim McManus, the Eagles reporter, did not pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Mm. That's fine. Adam Teicher, though, the beat reporter for the Chiefs, hmm. picks the Eagles to win the Ooh. Super Bowl. Anti-Chiefer. Yeah, no no question about it, man. What's he thinking by picking the, the 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 Eagles to win this game? I don't like that pick at all. Lewis Riddick has got the Chiefs winning this game. Yeah. Linda Cohn's got the Chiefs winning this game. Yeah. 
Mina Kimes has got the Chiefs winning this if, game. I don't know if Linda Coney even still works there. I don't know She's either. Still, she yeah. got a pick, though. I don't know. Sarah Barshop has got the Chiefs winning this game. Hell yeah. Stephen Holder has got the Chiefs winning. Uh-huh. Tim Hasselbeck. Huh. Todd Archer. Yeah. All these guys. Sure. You know who else is picking the Chiefs to win? You. Well, yeah. Michelle Buck. Is that Joe's wife? Yeah. You know who Joe Buck's picking? Uh, against your team. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. He's picking the Eagles to win. Oh. Anti-Chiefer. I just figured he's picking against your team. Right. Whoever, whoever your whoever team Whoever your team is. Team yeah, is. Yeah. That, that yeah. would have been the pick. Yeah. Whoever you're rooting for, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pin me down to an exact name yeah. of a team. I'm just picking against yours. Edward are going with the Eagles. Anti-Chiefer. Jordan Reed going with the Eagles. Anti-Chiefer. Josh Weinfuss. Oh, of course. He would. Anti-Chiefer. Kevin Nagandian. Mm. Anti-Chiefer. Robert Griffin III. Oh, boy. Anti-Chiefer. Second and fourth, though, pick the Chiefs. That's cool. Steve Levy. Anti-Chiefer. And Tristan H. Cockcroft. Anti-Chiefer. He would, too. I know. What was the last time Cockcroft did anything for the know. Chiefs? Don't be a Cockcroft. Come He's on the now. Chiefs all over the place. Pick the Chiefs. You got to pick the Chiefs, man. They, and then you start to look at some of these guys that predicted the Chiefs. Aaron Schatz. Ben Baby. Dan Graziano. Jamison Hensley. All, all these smart. people. I like all these brilliant, people. Brilliant people. Smart people. Yeah. The guy who covers the Chiefs picks against the Chiefs. Yeah. That is a bad pick. Unless he's good at it. Unless he's good at picking well, yeah, well, like against. Like, I mean? like, like he's 17-0 and 0 and yeah. he picks against the right, Chiefs. Right. Fine. Cool. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah, numbers right. are. We no. may have found one of the people who uh, voted the MVP vote if he had that MVP vote. Oh, you mean against Patrick Mahomes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he voted, yeah. Josh picking Allen. the Chiefs to lose the Super Bowl and then he voted for Josh Allen mm-hmm. too, probably. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just awful. Yeah. That's just so Come on cool. now. Anti-Chiefer. Yeah. yeah. Carl Cheffers is an anti-chiefer. Somebody from the text line, good question. Who does Cheffers have winning the game? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I haven't seen his fan do I guess either, he though. doesn't work for ESPN. Yeah. I guess. Probably not. I mean, he might. He they, might. they should have the referees predict who yeah. who's going to win the games. Based on what you see in the tendencies you've scouted, right. who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win the game, Carl? Who do you think is going to win? It'd be good. Wow. They're also saying from the 913, Teicher also picked the Bengals to win. Okay. Well, then, okay, cool. That, Good. Then keep picking yeah, against them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Then, yeah. Like, if that's if that's your thing, go for it. What is he, like, mumbles in, in the Bronx tale where he has to go in the closet during the yeah, one with throwing dice? That's, that's fine. You know, throw that guy in the closet. Yeah. Spectre was that guy as a kid, right? That. You got to put in the closet mm, when, you know, mm. when the games were going on. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a jinx. Or thought he thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he he voluntarily went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like my daughter did during the World Cup. <laughs> did she? <laughs> yeah. She, she, she did the World oh, Cup yeah, in yeah, France yeah. and the, went in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like Danny Duffy. <laughs> yeah. She may be doing that on Sunday, too. <laughs> hey, Danny, go go out there. I didn't see any of the postseason. What do you mean you didn't see any of the postseason? I was locked in the bathroom in the bullpen. Yeah, I did. I did work it out with her, too, because I said uh, she's having people over to watch the game. And, mm-hmm. and I said, but what about your... You know, your superstitions and stuff. I said, will you sometimes you'll just leave, not watch the game, change clothes, you know, do the whole thing. And I said, you still have to do these things, even though all your friends are there. She's like, I do. I said, well, yeah. yeah. I said, if, if it helps the team, she's like, OK, all right. Yeah. She's like, so if if it if it needs to and I have to like 
leave and go to my room. I said, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have to. Your yeah. friends will be fine. You'll have yeah. wings. They'll, they'll explain. Some of those loaded tops You just explain Domino's. that's your thing. Yeah. That, that, that's your that, that's your thing. That if, if something's not working, you change it up, and then, you know, it helps. So yeah. keep doing your thing no matter what it is. From so. the 816, nothing wrong with Teicher having his own opinion. You're right. It's not. Don't volunteer the Thank information, you. though. Thank you. 617-779-7937.